Today, let's all take a step back and listen to some classical music. Get Rich or Die Trying by 50 Cent. Now, 50 Cent was one of the most... We interrupt this scheduled broadcast for a breaking news update from the Sticky Buttons podcast. Yo, what is up, guys? This is Brandon. And this is Blake. And this is the Sticky Buttons podcast. It's a pretty chill video game podcast where we talk about the games that we love. And, you know, like we're only 19 episodes in and we totally like had to do like five takes on that intro because we're just laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Having a good time. Having a good time doing this. It's a lot of fun. So what is up, Brandon? What have you been up to? Man, I have been up to a lot. Just focus on school stuff, trying to mix in video games in there. Uh, which is easy to do uh, when you're stressed. Been playing Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing really, you know, lowers my my blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can get that, man. Is your is your island doing good? I know you said you started over last week. Yeah, the island of Naomi is. Oh man, I tend to it so well. I I like playing with the volume on and just listening to all the island sounds and and the beach the waves it's uh it's a beautiful island man you got to stop by sometime i would but i don't i don't have animal crossing i don't know maybe maybe you you could convince me to get it i don't know i'm i'm still on the fence about it man i'm gonna be honest i know that a lot of people like it and it feels like it would be my vibe but i'm just not i'm just not sure man i feel like go ahead go ahead you got to give it a shot, man, because that's that's how I was feeling until I found out that a close friend of mine who I did not expect at all to be playing Animal Crossing, if I'm being honest. It just didn't seem like the type of person that would play a game like that. But, man, I was like, you know, if they liked Animal Crossing, maybe I would like it too. Gave it a shot, and I was totally right. I really enjoy Animal Crossing. Gives me Minecraft vibes. Um, mm, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, I don't, I don't know. So I guess I might, maybe, I guess the idea is growing on me. So before my hesitancy was really in like the day-to-day tasks and like, you kind of really have to get on every day. And like, from what I understand, you have to like get on every day and like do daily tasks in order to like really progress where you're at. Cause I guess things like spawn daily. Um, and I just, like, honestly, I was like, I don't know if I'd like that. Like, I like playing games kind of um, like whenever I want to. And I don't really like the schedule of it. But I have been with Pokemon. I have been because I'm trying to complete that Pokedex. I've really been getting on almost every day and doing like I have like a daily routine that I do in it. Like I go and like check to see like which items the like that I can sell, which items I can buy from like the marketplace in Stowside. And I like get, try and get like all the evolutionary stones that you can, that like spawn daily. And I try to like collect a bunch of Watts. So maybe, I mean, I don't mind, I don't hate that part of it. So maybe I would like it. I guess, man, I guess you got a selly on it. So tell me a little bit more about it. Like what exactly do you do when you start? So when you start off, you, uh, you have to pick your island terrain, you know, what island seems mm-hmm. suitable for you. And then, you know, you, you take a plane there, you settle down um, with a bunch of other animals, 
and um, you know, there's the, the Nook services and they provide all types of services. They'll buy stuff that you find on the island. If you, you know, find any interesting critters, you know, butterflies, insects, um, birds, anything you can find, you can give it to them and kind of build an encyclopedia, if you will, of, of creatures that spawn on the island. Um, you got to gather materials so that you can build things, you know, craft things. And then, you know, they give you the opportunity to purchase a house, basically get a mortgage on a house and um, you have to pay them back slowly. And mm-hmm. it's definitely, it's definitely not one of those games you have to play every day. They just incentivize you to do so. Um, you know, when you get on a streak of like 10 days in a row, you get nook miles from for accessing the terminal. I think you get 300 miles for your 10th day. And it just keeps increasing if you know you accumulate days. And there's just a lot to do. You know, you can play with people online, visit other people's islands, collect things in their islands, maybe have some fruits from their islands that wouldn't grow on yours, bring them to yours and start growing all types of fruits. Um, something I was really excited about, I mentioned to you before, was about the the Mario. Yeah, yeah, I think they yeah they just announced that um, the Mario update, and yeah, now I'm rocking a Mario uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I put yeah. I put two tubes on my island to connect like different parts of mm-hmm. the island, and man, I'm just really having fun with it, decorating the island, um, just trying to make little little things i recently put a campfire on the beach and i put like two stone stools so people can hang out on the beach that sounds pretty chill honestly i love the beach (laughs) me too man the beach is one of my favorite places and yeah just taking care of the island making it yours yeah that actually that sounds pretty fun when you say it like that um i don't know that i guess is it is it tom nook is that the guy that's your your slumlord that is him. That is the guy that works. <laughs> he is the man. Yeah, I don't know. He looks. He, I've seen some pictures of him. Some, I think I've seen him in some memes. He looks a little shifty. Uh, be <laughs> Are you saying that because he's a raccoon? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I discriminate yeah. on our little furry friends there. <laughs> he is. He is a bit shifty. I'm not gonna lie. It's, it's just really funny thing that happens when you walk into the. Uh, into their tent they uh, mm-hmm. they switch their faces like they they have like these mean faces at first or not mean like pretty serious faces and then once you walk in they're like their faces change and they like put on this fake smile it's really funny um i like that <laughs> <laughs> i don't think they like me man because they're working 24 7 you know I yeah that kind of feels like the one like when you're at the mall and there's people that <laughs> they just like don't want to be there when they got yeah. a smile <laughs> yeah yeah exactly uh, but you know i have i have heard about the turnips and stuff too like the turnip mania i don't know yeah. that, might, that might be fun for me i might get into that <laughs> there's just constantly like there are things that i'm still learning about the game and that's that's really something that i really enjoy and i know you enjoy about games is just that learning curve and like you're there's always you're never like too good at it there's always things that you are missing aspects that you, you just don't know about, and then you, you slowly discover as you progress. And yeah, I love that. I really love, like, finding new things in games and having, like, uh, like just so much to where you can just get lost in it for 
yeah. for hours and hours. But I guess like on the other side of that, there are a lot of games that like they don't structure well and it kind of can feel overwhelming at times. Do you ever yeah. feel like overwhelmed in this or is it pretty, is it structured pretty well? It's structured really well. And something I really like about this game is it's not like Dragon Quest where you have to find the save point. It's very easy to just, all right, I, you know, I need to go work on this assignment right now. I'm just going to press the minus button and save and just stop where I am right now. And, you know, they really, they really try to promote that. I, I think it's, especially since it's a game geared towards, um, you know, a younger audience, they, mm-hmm. they really promote not playing too much. Like you can, I can't play for more than 30 minutes to an hour a day. Um, you know, in sessions, because you collect everything that spawned, you maybe you can visit another island, collect all the things over there, and then that's it. You're you're done with things to do. So you got to. I like know, that. You got to put it cool. down. You got to put it down for the for a while, um, because you're just out of things to do. I'm about that. I really like that. That sounds cool. And yeah, so that never happens to me. Mm. Well, well, shoot. You know, I I kind of wonder if. Yeah, I'm, I'm more, I'm, you've sold me on it a little bit. I'm still a little bit hesitant and I'm, I'm kind of thinking that uh, this might be a good game. I guess, let me ask you, do you think this would be a good game that me and my girlfriend could like play together? Um, are you asking like a multiplayer kind of game? Not, or like, like, a, not like a multiplayer, like the two of us like sit on a couch and do it together. I guess like a couch co-op kind of thing. Definitely, definitely. It's something you guys can can share. And like, I do know that, like, let's say you have an account on your Switch and, you know, Aaron has an account on, on your Switch. You guys can both get on and be on the same island. And also, I mean, if you're just playing on, you know, Blake's account, you guys are playing it at once, you know, you can do some things hand her the the sticks and she can do some things as well and then you guys before you know you guys will be like wow like there's nothing else to do i guess we got to save and you know wait a bit so that more things spawn more things um progress through the island and yeah time really plays a big aspect on this game yeah that might be fun that might be so like could you have two save files could like i have a save file and could she have a save file on the same game card yeah you you totally can um, not within the, the game though. It's, it's connected to a, an account. So, oh, okay. So I'd actually have to make a separate account. Yeah. You'd have to have Aaron have her own account and then she, switch. she can be on that Island and she can be a villager on that Island. And that's, that's a really cool aspect. I did that with my little sister before I made the Island of Naomi, but then I had to restart cause she doesn't get on that Island anymore. So gotcha. that actually sounds fun. I might. I might look into it a little bit more. I, I feel like I feel like you've definitely put in some work on uh, on convincing me. <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I hope it goes on sale sometime, although I doubt it. Like this is one of Nintendo's staples. Um I will say I'll if you get it, I'll definitely visit your island um and bring well, some yeah, fruits. You can like te- you can like terraform it, can't you? Like I heard yeah. that there was like all like a bunch of announcements or it's like you can do like whatever you want, like you can make it look however you want no yeah you you really can like there are people who made like mario worlds you know oh, and that's cool. you can literally do anything you want it will take a lot of time and you know resources but you can do whatever you want it might be cool I might, 
That might be fun. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. That actually kind of sounds, it does sound fun, actually. I'll, I'll think about it. If I, I mean, I kind of have a game that fills that or fills that void right now. Um, like I'm still kind of playing my way through No Man's Sky. And I guess it's kind of like my low, or I guess my lo-fi chill kind of game. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess if I, if I get bored with that, I'll definitely look into that one next. Because I feel like it is hard to find those kind of games that have that kind of vibe. It really is. It, it's hard. You know, ever since Minecraft, I've kind of been searching for the next Minecraft because now I've, I don't know. I've, Minecraft is just so hard for me to do unless I'm playing with like a friend or I'm on like the survival server. Survival is all I really like to do on Minecraft. Um, and it's just hard for me to do these days. I like these substitutes. That, and let me not say that because that's kind of disrespectful to the Animal Crossing franchise and also to the Minecraft franchise. It's like comparing apples to oranges. Uh, they're both both great in their own aspects and they're actually fairly different games. Um, so it's gotcha. just very similar. Gives me nostalgia. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like they can still be like totally different, but still like evoke the same kind of like vibe and feeling. So yeah, I totally get that. Well, you know, I guess that's actually a good transition into the game that I want to talk about um, called Mind Path of or Path to Thalamus. Yeah, so that's uh-huh. Mind Path to Thalamus. And it's like a pretty, it's a pretty cool indie game. Um, it's like an indie puzzle game. And it like, honestly, honestly, Brandon, it has like some of the most like beautiful, like stunning, spec- like most spectacular landscapes like I have ever seen in like a switch video game it was like absolutely crazy and i i've never like like honestly i've never like looked around the world and just like taken screenshot after screenshot after screenshot of it like i was just like blown (laughs) away by like how like beautiful okay so it's like seriously like these beautiful landscape where the ground meets the sky and these like beautiful clouds and like i said there's a lot of the the landscapes that you're in it's kind of like when you're in a sandbar and you can like see the sand through the water but then like the sky also is reflected off the water so it's like there's like clouds on the ground and it's just so beautiful and there's like this like canyon that you have to cross and i was showing brandon and he kind of said like yeah that path that you have to cross the canyon over kind of looks like a brain and it's funny because i think the the thalamus is part of the brain and that kind of like ties into the story. And honestly, you should look up some screenshots of this game, um, Mind Path of Thal or Path to Thalamus. And it's it's a puzzle game. So there are you have to to solve these puzzles in order to progress. And it is a a story, a story game. Um, so I guess I'll talk about the puzzles really quick. It's it's really kind of fun puzzle. They're fun puzzles. I actually I got to a point. And I, I couldn't really get past the puzzle. And normally when this happens, I normally like look it up online, but I kind of, I kind of stopped and bounced off. Um, so I guess that's just like good to note that I, I am not playing this game anymore and I don't really think I'm going to pick it up uh, again for the reasons that I'm going to say, but another positive about it is the, the puzzles are really cool. And they, there's these like structures that you have to, climb in order to so like there's these pretty like granite structures that have it kind of looks like barnacles from like the sea 
and they're all like cracked and it looks super idyllic and like kind of like pastel but it's granite and it's really cool and you have to like traverse these structures and it's really cool because like let's say for example there are two staircases and you can it looks like you it appears that you can climb both of them but if you climb one of them you'll like fall through the staircase and then if you mm-hmm. climb the other one or and you'll climb the other one and you can climb it um and then there are also like staircases where it'll be like the first three steps are there and it'll be next to a staircase that's full like full granite and you'll try to walk up the full granite one and you'll fall through and you'll yeah. be able to walk up the the stair that has three steps and you're kind of like what like how is that even possible and then you kind of notice that on the ground there's the shadow so it's kind of a really cool puzzle element where you have to use the shadows on the ground in order to traverse what you think is the structure i see so for example like let's say you had to walk up a staircase and across a beam and then across another beam there would be like two sets of staircases and like beams that were invisible but you could see the shadows and beams that you could see but had no shadows and if you walk over a beam that has no shadow you fall through it yeah that was that was really cool it, it really wasn't that challenge i mean it was challenging and t- like because they don't really tell you that at all you really have to figure it out so it was a little bit challenging to figure that out but then it was really fun and it just was it was kind of time consuming because you kind of had to like go like oh like i know how to get here on the platform but then i can't see the shadow because of where i am and where the sun's position is so you'd have to like get down and then check it out and be like oh, okay like so once i get to that point i have to do this so that was really cool. Um, and it kind of had like some really cool like ambient noise, like ambient sound. And I was really enjoying it. Um, but I, like I said, I've totally bounced off of it. And unfortunately, that is just because of the the voice actor for the main story. And it's not, I just am not connecting to the story and just the person's voice in that, like I just idyllic landscape is just so jarring and i don't really i mean like obviously this is my opinion i just don't really think it fits and i mean it's kind of sad i mean i I don't know i mean like obviously like that's a choice that they decided to make to have like a a vocal protagonist um to to lead the story and they wanted and i think that they wanted to tell a specific story you know it wasn't just supposed to be like a pretty um, based on what I what I think I understand about where the story the story and where, where it was going, I think they were trying to tell a story about loss. And so, I mean, like, obviously, like that's going to resonate very well with um, some people. But for me, I just really wanted like a really chill puzzle game, and the the story was just pulling me out of it. So maybe someday I'll jump back into it. But you know, for the moment, I'm kind of just like kind of saying I got something cool out of that, like a cool couple hours. But I'm kind of kind of done so i kind of want to ask you so the the thalamus is um it's like a large mass of gray matter in our brain that's responsible for basically exchanging information and it has several functions uh such as relaying sensory signals including motor motor signals um like the regulation of consciousness sleep and alertness would you say that that is kind of represented in the game at all oh absolutely that is absolutely um what this game is about so in in the very beginning of the game like the first scene like it's just totally different like you're just in the normal world 
and there's a, a natural disaster, like there's like a tornado and you're trying to find your daughter in the house. And as you come into the house, the tornado hits you and you are totally like you are, it's not clear if you are dead, unconscious um, or what happens, but basically like you start tripping out. Um, I mean, not really. I mean, like it's, you're, tr- I guess you're tripping because of like blunt trauma to your head. Um, and that's kind of when you are in these, these landscapes. And there are a couple, a couple really cool scenes where um, you're, you progress it or progress the story and you see like all these pictures of like your daughter on, on these like clothes lines. And there's just like thousands of them and they're all different, which I mean, obviously somebody had to, to create those. And it's, it's really cool. And like I said, like it is one of the most stunning and beautiful games that I have played on my switch, but I, I don't know, for some reason, the the voice acting in the story just I, I just couldn't resonate with and it just wasn't for me and I just couldn't get past. I mean, like I was really trying. Yeah, like I said, like I was looking for more of like a chill game and it totally is for like 90 percent. And then like that 10 percent where it's about the story. I just I just couldn't really couldn't really get over it. And, you know, that's fine that I I mean, I think it's OK that I got something out of it. It was like, hey, like maybe this isn't for me and just kind of bounce, you know, if, I mean, if it's for you. I mean, I definitely would recommend checking it out if you're if if that sounds like something cool to you. How did you come across it on the marketplace? Um, so I actually it was on sale, and I I do that sometimes. Uh, I'll just get on the marketplace and see on like the Nintendo Switch marketplace and see what's on sale. And I normally like if I'm doing that, I'm just trying to pick up something that looks fun and looks cool. And I normally try and support an indie developer. That yeah, I mean this. I guess we can see what studio created this. I think it actually might have been one person. I guess, yeah, I wonder what studio and, and what engine they use to run that and put those those different uh, things on there. So yeah, so it looks like the Mind Path to Thomas is created by a Spanish indie developer, Carlos Coronado. And so... I guess that would, I mean, that actually makes, that makes a lot of sense to me because it, it did kind of feel like English was not the, the language it was supposed to be in, um, which I guess I, if I can find in the settings that there's a way to, to change it to, to Spanish, I might do that. That actually, that would actually, I think, really enhance the game. Yeah, I guess the, the Wikipedia's pitches, the protagonist, the, protrag- the, the protagonist finds himself exploring a dreamlike world which he solves puzzles in within an environment that gives, I don't know what that word is. Oh, it gives Wikipedia describes this as a, as environments that give monologue, which I guess you could say that. I guess this Wikipedia page is more thoughtful than I am. (laughs) (laughs) It was probably made by the person who made the game. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I bet that a, a fan made that for him, but. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Actually, I was looking at a little bit of the trailer and I have definitely done some of these puzzles, but some of them I really haven't. So I actually they see a little walkthrough. I might I might check that out because maybe if I got past the part where I was at, maybe I'd find get more out of it. But, all right, man. Well, do you want to do you want to tell me a little bit about your Final Fantasy walkthrough or not walkthrough? <laughs> do you want to tell me a little bit about your final fantasy playthrough right now yeah final fantasy is really just a really good story and uh i'm having a great time just you know putting my headphones in and getting to get a feel for the story get to know cloud 
um, and you know who his enemies are, what his objective is, like what motivates him. Um, he's just like this really cool kind of I don't care about anything teenager um, who's like the highest one of the highest ranking uh, warriors and you know, compared to, to other people in this world. And um, just really, I'm still very early in the game. I really haven't had time for Final Fantasy. It's one of those games where I can't sit down. I can't really chunk it. I have to like sit down and like really spend hours with it because it's just that good. It really takes you in and I got to find the time for it. I really do. Yeah, I mean, that really seems like a really big, like really big game. I mean, obviously, I mean, the, I think the first game was split into three discs and they were each like, I mean, you can fit a lot on a disc. So. Yeah. Okay. So, and this yeah, one is, just speaks to it. This one is two parts, right? It's this on the, on the PS4 and then the PlayStation 5 adding another part to it. I don't know how many parts there are in total. Um, from what I, I mean, I kind of personally feel like they'll probably do three parts again. I don't, I mean, obviously I don't, I don't know for sure. I'm not really, I have no, I have no real experience with the franchise, but I guess from what I hear, I mean, I don't know. I could be totally wrong. I mean, that's just speculation, but it kind of feels like they would just do three, three parts. But I guess like, like I said, I haven't played the original, so I don't know if the first one kind of follows the same story beats. But from what I understand it, this is like a total remake. So, so they, they're doing a lot of different things with it. It looks so clean and, and like the graphics are amazing and the fighting mechanics are awesome. Like I really enjoy fighting on this. Does it feel fun and smooth? It does. It, it really does. And I love it when a game does that. <laughs> it's just, it's a really, really well done game and you can tell why there is all that hype behind it. It, it really, it speaks for itself. Um, it's just a piece of art and I would recommend anybody play Final Fantasy VII. I feel like that's one of those games that like, if you're a gamer, I mean, if you, if you really want to call yourself a gamer, it's one of the titles you got to be familiar with. Well, I guess I'll check it out when I get a PS5 brain. Jeez. <laughs> it's so good, man. And and it'll really, you'll see what I mean about like not being able to just play 20 minutes and like save. It's just, it's, yeah, I, it I love it. Takes you into the world. Yeah. When you actually like have to, like, I know I'm going to play like three to four hours of this game. Like, I got to like have some time for it. That team is, or that studio that makes that game, they're probably like really, really well off right now just off of that story. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how they're going to do, and I guess, you know, this might already be out there, this information, but I wonder how they're going to, like, are they going to charge $60 for each new part of it? Or is it like, do you know if you're going to be able to get the second part for free now that yeah. you bought the first one? Yeah. And I actually didn't even buy the first one. I got it for free because of PlayStation plus. So I think if I continue to pay for PlayStation plus probably get the second part for free as well. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, speaking of things that take a lot of time, I have I have recently been pouring um, over the past couple months a lot of time into something, um, and I'm finally ready to talk to you guys about it. And like, I'm super excited um, just to like let you guys know about this. Um, it's not a it's not a game per se, um, but Brandon, I discovered this part of the internet. Um, 
<laughs> it's oh, like no. seriously like a whole part of the internet. I don't like and, where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there are just like, there is so much information about it. And I just like, I'm like blown away. Like if you're a gamer, you probably know, you probably have some experience with emulators and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Do you, have you ever played like an emulator game? Um, I do remember having an action replay, which it's like a, on the DS. Have you ever had the DS? Yeah. It's like a cartridge you just put in and it had like this, like, I don't know, this like computer on it, this tiny little computer. <laughs> and you could like put any game into it and it would be able to like emulate the game and like you can go into the game's files and like basically hack a game. It's really cool. Yeah, um, that's cool. Also on like, you know, ROMs, you can download some mm -hmm. ROMs on the yeah. computer and emulate things on your PC. Yep. Um, which yeah. I've I've done that for a few like cracked versions of Pokemon, just trying them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I actually exploring. I remember I had <laughs> I had an online class in high school, and we had we had laptops, <laughs> and I remember. Um, it was kind of like if you had like nothing to do and you like you just needed to take a class, you took a you, you took an online class. And I'm pretty sure I took like art history, uh, <laughs> which I, I actually enjoyed. I had to had to write a paper about Jackson Pollock. <laughs> but <laughs> me and my me and my boy Sammy, shouts out to Sammy. Um, I think he recently got engaged as well. So shouts out to you, man. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> yes, congratulations, Sammy. I'm just thinking about how, yeah, so we, we were in this class and we had this teacher, Miss um, Hines. So I'm sorry, Miss Hines, if you're finding out this way, um, but we downloaded, <laughs> <laughs> we downloaded uh, Pokemon. I think I had like Fire Red or no, 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 no I, had, I had Leaf Green. I think he had Leaf Green as well, or maybe he had Sapphire, but we downloaded those, those like games on like emulators and we were able to get some like cheats and hacks to where it just like automatically gave you all three starters and <laughs> you were able to do everything at like three or like five times speed. Um, or there's also like one where you'd get like two or three like XP. So we were just like so overpowered and like, we just like wrecked and it was so fun. Uh, it was like also kind of fun just like, playing it and then miss Hines would like come over and we just like hide it and just like pretend to be working on our school <laughs> <laughs> so that was really fun uh, but that's pretty much my only uh only experience with emulators and I kind of really like totally forgot that this was like even a thing and then I kind of just like stumbled across this and there are like so many emulators out there um like if you if you are interested there's this gaming channel called oh my gosh i think it's called retro i think it's called retro game corp um i have some pulled up yeah okay yeah so it's called retro game corp i guess i'll put his like a link to his youtube down in the uh down in the, the comments but man it is it is like insane like they have these products like they're like they're just so many and I ended up getting an emulator. The one that I ended up getting was the RG351P. And basically, it's like a, 
Here, you should look it up. Look up the RG 351P. I got the purple one, so it kind of looks like a Game Boy Advance. And basically, it's just like this, like Game Boy. I mean, I have it. I have the. I got it mostly to play old Game Boy games. But basically, it's got like a new Game Boy screen. I mean, it's. I mean, like it's a new screen. It's basically a new screen, and it has like two sets of bumpers, and a D-pad, um, ABXY. And it has two sets of Joy-Cons as well. So you can play like PSP games on it. I have some Nintendo 64 games that I was able to download on it. Got Game Boy games, Game Boy Color games, Game Boy Advance games. And I've just been having a blast with it. And the reason that I got the RG351P is because it came with like 10,000 or like a thousand games on it or something. And it had like so many on the SD card that it comes with. So you don't have to like, you literally don't have to do anything. Um, like you can just play all those games like out of the box and after doing like research I was like that's the one that I want because you don't have to mess with it at all you can just like go in and play the games and I got it and I played it a little bit and I was like man you know what I think I want to I think I want to redo that all of this like use the hardware use the screen like I think I want to like completely redo it and I was able to learn how to like put new firmware on it, which is just like new software. So it has like a new operating system that I found online. Um, a lot of this was through the help of that, that guy that read at the retro game corp. And I was able to get like this really cool theme. So like when I get on, it kind of looks like this like bedroom where it's got like a Tron poster and it looks like, like a N64 is like hooked up to this TV and like this TV, I can like scroll through this TV and there's just like movie posters and game posters like all over the room. And like I can do that and like select like my gaming console. And then I'm able to like pick the games. And I'll put like if you scroll over the game, it'll like show like the cover art. And then after like a couple seconds, it'll like play a video. So I was like totally able to like customize this and like deck this out. And it has like all the games that I that I really want at the moment on it. And I'm just having a blast with it, man. Uh, but I mean, like the reason that I haven't brought it up and I've had it for a couple months is because it, it took me a long time to learn how to do all that stuff. And like in some other videos, if you're looking to like get an emulator, like they kind of talk about like the time that it takes to figure out how to like get the game working. And like if you bump into anything, like you're kind of on your own to figure out how to do it. And you have to like download and find all these ROMs and like to emulate on your own, which is kind of challenging. And all in total, it took me about eight. I kind of timed it once I realized that I was going to like do all this. I kind of timed it so I could tell you guys. It took me eight hours and 45 minutes, like about. And that was after I did all the research in order to actually like download the, like pick which firmware I wanted, like download it, flash it and like put it on this this device in order to get it working like it really took a lot of time but wow yeah it's really cool the reason i wanted to do it is because i wanted to play old games uh or i wanted to play old games on modern hardware like for example one of the games that i'm playing through right now is the og pokemon pokemon gen one um which is a game boy game which is like originally it's in black and white and i was able to put like some textures on it and some different colors so it's like, it's pretty much in full color um, just through this device that I, and that's really cool. That's a, cause I've never really experienced it. I've never really wanted to experience a gen one black and white Game Boy game. Um, but it's like so bright too. Cause it's 
like on this like modern screen and it has like a modern processor. Um, and it's really like the best way to play these. Like if you were ever like, yo, I want to play Pokemon Red or Pokemon Blue, like this is totally the way to do it. And I've got some, I've never had, I never had access to a 64 or a Nintendo 64. So I'm able to put some Nintendo 64 games on there as well. So it's really cool. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Um, and something that I think is funny, have you ever heard of the paradox of choice, Brandon? Uh, no, I haven't actually. So the paradox of choice is where somebody's happier if they have less choices. Um, and there's like this whole study, like if you're interested in it, you can totally look it up. It's called the paradox of choice. And a lot of people think that the paradox of choice is why Trader Joe's is like a successful grocery store, which honestly, I love Trader Joe's. Shout out to Trader Joe's. Me too, man. Shout outs to Trader Joe's. Gotta love that place. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely cheaper. Um, a good place to get your groceries, especially if you live in a city because they do not price gouge for where they're located so it's like by far the cheapest place to get groceries in the city um for sure but so yeah i what would you put on what would you put on Brandon, if you could like if, if, you had could, one, if, if you had one of these i would put on some like a this really old dragon ball z game i would play on the on i think it was the game boy if i'm not mistaken yeah the Game Boy Advance, there was this like cartridge Dragon Ball Z game. I'm not remembering what it was. It was like a 2D game, but that was a really fun game. I liked, I would probably put um, some Mega Man in there. Yeah, definitely. Some yeah. Mega Man. I don't really know the legality of all this. Like, <laughs> like to be honest, I was kind of like, I think I'd prefer to be in the dark. Is it like, honestly, like you just find these ROMs online and download them and like you can play them. And it's kind of like, it's a little bit sketchy, but like at the same time, like, like Nintendo, like, like all the, pretty much all the, yeah, literally all the games that I have are Nintendo games and it's like, or like a Nintendo console. And it's kind of just like, I don't know, like I would pay, I would pay for these, but I mean, I can't really get those anywhere. Like, like I could not play um, like any Game Boy Advance Pokemon games on my Switch, which I totally would, you know, so I'm a little bit like, I'm not, I don't know. I feel like I would pay for it if I could, but since I can't, I mean, I'm fine to do it like this. And honestly, like, just like another thing to bring up, like there are so many of these like emulator systems. Like there are some, I think it's called like the Retroid Pocket 2. Like you can hook it up like your Switch, like on your TV. So I didn't go that route because I wanted to have something like handheld and like, the RG351P is also like a little bit cheaper. So I'm really about it. Um, and if you guys have any questions about it, like feel free to like let me know or like look it up yourself. But it's very interesting. It's a pretty cool, pretty cool system. I'm having a lot of fun with it. And I mean, if there's like an older game that you're like, hey, Blake, you should check this out. Um, feel free to let us know, like send us an Instagram message or send us an email. Um, yeah, definitely. Let us know. That's, that's such a cool tool, man. I'm, I mean, it speaks to like the time we're living in. You can, when you showed me it, it looked a lot, it looked a lot like a switch. So a bit yeah, it actually like the joy cons are actually like Nintendo switch joy con or not joy cons, like the joysticks are, are, yeah. are switch joysticks. Yeah, man, if there's like one that like you're like, oh, Brandon, you would like absolutely love this game. Like, I'd let you borrow it, dude. Like, and like, if you find which Dragon Ball Z that is, like, I'll definitely let you 
let you borrow this, man. Like, cause it's just a lot of fun. Yeah. It would take me back, man. That game was so much fun. I definitely got to find out what, what game that was and definitely think of some other titles I might like to play on the, on the emulator. It's just so much out there. So many titles that like probably never get to see the light of again, unless Nintendo decides to release it. Um, yeah. And it's like, honestly, like, it's what it kind of feels like. It kind of feels like, um, like how you can have, you can actually have both NES and SNES games on, on this. Like it'll totally run them. And it kind of just feels like the Nintendo online SNES and NES ports, but like you have total control and like you can pick. And so that, that feels really cool. And I'm really about that. Um, do you want to move on to onto your Dragon Quest, man? Yeah, I, I I'd love to talk about some Dragon Quest, man. Um, back on Dragon Quest Eleven. It's been a while since I've played the game. Um, just because that's one that's another one of those games where you really get sucked into it. But I Pokemon has really just not been not it for me recently. I've kind of been I defeated all the gym leaders and like I need to go to the league. But I, I don't know, I kind of want to fill out the decks a bit more before I do. And that's just been kind of an arduous task. So I've been spending some time on Dragon Quest Eleven, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Definitive Edition S, which if you haven't heard, our, our latest episode, episode 16, I believe it is, uh, we just dropped a Dragon Quest episode where I talk about, you know, just, I give a really in-depth review of Dragon Quest. Um, and I'm still on it, still moving forward on the story. Recently, you have four party members now. Um, you start off with just yourself, the protagonist, who's the luminary, and Eric. Um, and now I have these two twin sisters, um, and they're, they're both wizards. And they knew who I was. They recognized that I was the luminary. And they decided that they wanted to join my group and, and help me fulfill my prophecy. That's um, and one of them is a healer, which is, man, much needed. I really needed a healer. I would spend a lot of time just healing myself and Eric. Um, and whenever I ran out of magic, I would have to drink like a single file to restore my my MP. Um, but now I don't have to worry about that with her. And then I have um, a magician who just, man, she has some pretty sick spells. And it seems like I'm going to have them in my party for a while because I can increase their, their skill points. I can, you know, improve them. Um, I'm really curious to see, like, where they take all of these, you know, travelers, all the people that are in my team. Um, will I have more people to put on my team? Um, I, I want to see where the, where the story goes with that. And as far as the story goes, uh, I've been really getting into the story. One of the things that happened to me recently was I was – just exploring it was just old Eric and I going around fighting off some monsters in the wild and all of a sudden there is this group of knights like fully armored knights on top of a mountain and they spot us and man it was on sight they jump off the mountain on their horses and they start chasing us and then Eric and I get on like the, the nearest horses and we start running away from them <laughs> and then <laughs> we go into this temple where we teleport away to like a whole different island, a whole different area in the world. And we end up in this little village called Hoto, H-O-T-T-O. Uh, and um, they had this really nice spring bath, this water spring where you could like go and chill out in. And it was much needed. Let me tell you, Blake, we've, we've been, going, <laughs> been going through so much, man. Where, you know, Take we're- a little we're, bath. 
little spot. Yeah, in. yeah, we're we're outlaws. <laughs> we we really are. We're some outlaws. We've been uh, the king. Um, he called me the dark spot, and I guess he doesn't want me to fulfill my prophecy. I wonder why. But yeah, they're on the hunt for us. We really needed that day. Yeah, dang, evil king man. I'm not about it. It does not sound. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that sounds like a lot of fun. Like it really kind of seems like like a, a really cool hero's quest, which that sounds fun, man. I'm personally like Breath of the Wild is still kind of hitting my uh, my like hero's quest kind of kick. But how many how many hours are you into this? Now I think I'm about eight hours in. Oh wow! So I could probably do everything that you've done still in the demo. Definitely. Yeah, but I feel like at that point. I'm probably gonna have to buy it. <laughs> it gets to a point, yeah. It gets to a point like right now. If I was in your position, I would probably buy it because just knowing where I got into the story, mm-hmm. I was like, I need to know what happens next, and that's why I was just playing it before we started recording. Is because the story just gets so good, um, and that's something that that's why it's rated ten out of ten on IGN. GameStop gives it a, I think GameStop gives it like an eight point seven. Oh, wow. That's pretty um, good. GameStop is really conservative with their ratings. Something I've noticed, they don't like to give high ratings at all. Um, yeah, honestly, I mean, I'm I'm about that. If I mean, because like with Breath of the Wild, for example, like I still really don't get the whole story. Like they don't really tell you much. And it's kind of like you're I mean, like that's kind of the beauty of it. Like it's a really open world and you can do whatever and have like fun. And I recently did like a quest line where <laughs> I have to had to buy a dress in order to get into a city um, because they wouldn't let any males in the city. And it was, it was really funny. I had a, had a cute, cute little moment um, where the person that the person that I bought the dress from, like I could tell was a guy, but like, I like, like it gave me like dialogue option options. And I like played it off. Like I didn't know. And like I said, like, Oh, you're so beautiful. And like, the the character like asked me out to dinner and uh i don't know i was feeling real flirty <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious um and i was about it but yeah it's like really like like with with breath of the wild you're really like interacting with the, the world around you and it's like the the npcs and the people that really make it um i mean it's like well it's like your actions and stuff but i i feel like at least like where i'm at now like i haven't really i'm not super invested in the storyline and I don't know. I feel like something like that, where it like really pulls you in for like the storyline, I would be really about. Yeah, man. I just couldn't wait to like cut Ganondorf's head off. And that was like, I don't know. It just seemed like Ganondorf fighting Ganondorf is so far off because there's just so much to do. I'm sure you could probably follow a walkthrough where like all you do is story missions, but that would really take away from the art of it all from you know you know honestly man i really have not done a i haven't completed a single side quest and i've i really have only completed like one or two mission objectives like actual story objectives so i've really i really have not been completing like any of the objectives at all i've really just been going around getting those temples because i wanted to get my health and well i really wanted to get my stamina up but now i'm realizing that that was stupid because i get like if I'm in an area that like I'm not ready for, like I get like one, like one hitted by an enemy, and that is not fun. Um, so I think I really spent too much time building up the stamina, so now I gotta get my, get my hearts up. But, but yeah, man, 
I'm, I'm happy that you're having a good time with Dragon Quest. I'd really love to hear more, more about it. And if you like, like where, like where it goes, it goes from here. And like, I think it's really cool that you have four, you have four party members. Like, I think that's really cool. I don't know if I've ever really played an RPG like that, where you have control over like multiple characters, I guess, multiple party members. So I'd be really, I don't know. I'd be really interested to see how that works out. Yeah, and as you know, it's turn-based combat, mm-hmm. but you're you're really only playing as, um, you know, yourself, and you you control yourself. You know, you get to choose whether you attack, you use a spell, you use an item. Um, everyone else kind of is NPC controlled, but you mm-hmm. can set up tactics where it's like, all right, Eric will stay back, and he can like kind of scourge for items off the enemies, try and take stuff from them, while you know, the healer will be their their focus is not to hit at all. They just have to make sure everyone in the party is okay. Um, you can like the tactics are really nice. Um, I, I really enjoy that aspect of, of the turn based combat. And that was like, originally something that I don't know if you remember, I said would kind of be a bit of a turn off about it. But it's been really, really smooth. I'm getting used to it. I could get used to it, you know. Um, I was just in a crypt, um, oh, exploring, cool. oh, exploring around. I'm about that. And um, did you find anything? I did. I found a lot of treasure. Um, did it like add to the story? It did. I had to find this girl's Ooh, twin. Those. <laughs> I had to find this girl's twin sister who she was just sleeping in the crypt, which was really, really funny. Um, she was just she was asleep, and the one this girl, she's uh, they're twins, but one of them looks like a little kid because her magic was absorbed from her, and it's a mystery. We have to try and find her a way to get her back to her normal body, um, and yeah, that's something that I really want to figure out. Is like. How can we get her back to normal? She's uh, she's like in this little body, and she hates being treated like a kid. And it's kind, it's kind, <laughs> it's kind of silly. <laughs> it's kind of hard to not treat her like a kid. I mean, she looks like one, um, so she's That's constantly funny. stirring up trouble everywhere we go. Yeah, I think that the last time we talked about this, I think I must. Have, I think I actually listening to the episode. I think I cut you off. Um, I think you were talking about how you just got the ability to like craft items maybe with like a special dagger or something. Yeah. The mini for the fun forge. That's what it's fun called. Forge. Um, okay. So I just had a side quest where I had to go mine some iron ore and make, sorry, some gold ore and I had to make some earrings and a rings for this person. And you got to like temper things. You got to really, it's like a puzzle. It's like a little puzzle and you got to figure out how to get it just right and then forge something and, and you can f- even forge your own things. Um, I was, I fixed Eric's dagger. I made it a little stronger. Um, my sword, I crafted myself a uh, iron sword. Um, it's, it's really nice. And, and pretty soon I'm going to try and make a wand for one of my new party members. I'm going to try and make them a better, a better uh, magic item. Oh, that's cool. So, that sounds awesome. Do you have to like use like the items that you find in the game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, and I've been taking that your approach. Like I've been taking your approach and just really taking my time with it and and not rushing to through the story, which they kind of make it easy to do. It's it's very direct like what you have to do, but I've just been taking my time really fighting monsters trying to level up my all my party members, find items and just exploring the, the vast region of Erdrea. I've been having a good time with that. 
Yeah, man, that's awesome. You know, I actually, I have recently been trying with games. I've been really, <laughs> I've been trying to just uh, like hit the objectives and like just go. <laughs> like I'm, I'm, I'm trying it out. I don't know. I mean, like for obviously for some of them, like I'm having a good time not doing that. Like Brother of the Wild, for example, I'm just having fun with that. But um, I started playing. I actually started playing an older Zelda game on the SNES port for switch so this is zelda a link to the past which have you ever played that one i have not yeah i don't know i kind of was like like the cover obviously like the cover art doesn't really do anything for you like if you go into the snes and you see zelda a link to the past you're like okay like i don't know i feel like the switch like now that i have this emulator i'm like i just see what the switch could be and what they could do and it just kind of like it's kind of like really like you guys decided to do this. Um, like, for example, like if you want to see a trailer for this game, you have to go to a separate part of the SNES store. Or I'm sorry, geez, you have to go to a separate part or a separate menu of the Switch called Switch Online. Go to the SNES tab, find the game, and then watch the trailer. Um, whereas, like on this like eighty dollar like handheld thing that I have, like it just like you can just like scroll over it, and it like shows you that cover art and then it like also shows you like a little trailer too like gameplay trailer which i'm i'm actually i'm kind of excited because i'm checking out like a couple older zelda games right now but so i'm playing a link to the past and um it's actually it's a little bit more challenging than i thought it was going to be i really thought i was going to be able to just jump to objective to objective but i'm actually having a hard time like getting to the first part of like, well, I don't know. So I'm like in a dungeon right now and I'm trying to find Zelda who's in the dungeon of the castle. And I've been like finding stuff and I just found a boomerang, which is cool because I can like hit an enemy with a boomerang and it freezes them and it makes it easier for me to like attack them. Uh, that's which nice. It's really honestly, like honestly, honestly for a game that's this old, which I think it was 1996 or something like that. Here, let me look that up. Yeah, actually this is even older than I thought it was. So this is originally from 1991. This oh, game is old. And like it's SNES, yeah, it's older than me. And like, honestly, like I normally like, I'm so hesitant to go back and play these older games because I'm like, I know where things are now. And it's just like, how could I ever go back? I mean, especially like something like this. Like I was, And like the cover art really does not do anything for you. Like it, it is really not, it does, the way that it is presented, it is really not, like uh it is really not a good invitation for you to be like oh i want to play this and i just kind of picked it up on like a whim like one day i was like you know what like i want to see i want to give the this snes thing like more of a chance because i'm having a blast in my emulator like let's see what this is um because like i also like even though i could put this on my emulator like i really decided i didn't want to put things on my emulator that i have on my switch so, and this was one of the ones where I was like, oh, like maybe I'll check this one out. And I'm actually, dude, I'm having a blast with it. It is, is like seriously, like however they did this port, like I do not feel like I'm playing an older video game at all. Like it feels like it's, I mean, it's on like, what's the Switch's screen? Like a 7, 720? 720p, I guess is. Well, I mean, that's a resolution. Like you're asking like the screen size, right? Like a dimension uh yeah i yeah i guess i was yeah i don't know i think i was like 
thinking of the the number that means like how graphical it is. Okay, I, I think the switch is a 1080p. It has the capability for 1080p. Yeah, I don't know if the SNES ones would be the 1080p, would they? Oh no, they would definitely just probably bump those up to like 720p max. Right. Yeah, yeah I think I think this would be like a 720p for. Um, I'm basically what I'm. I mean, that doesn't mean anything, <laughs> or I guess it means <laughs> something to somebody. But basically, what I'm trying to say is, it looks very crisp. Like it does not look old at all like it really looks like a straight up polished like new game like if you were like hey i want to play an old like retro kind of vibe but i don't want it to look like it i don't want it to play like it i don't want it to feel like it like check out some of these snes games because i'm really really having a good time i've had like like i said like i am somebody that is like so hesitant to get into these and i've had absolutely no issues with the graphics the gameplay the combat and i've just had an overall good experience with it I really, like with these NES games, I do not play them for very long at a time. It's kind of like 20 minutes here. It's like, I got 30 minutes. Like, let me check this out. And as far as like that goes, like I'm really about it. That's good, man. I'm glad you're you're still looking through that SNES collection. I mean, we, we did have an SNES episode pretty recently. Um, I believe it might've been episode 14. Don't quote me on that. But that was a, a really fun episode to record. We took, basically we took three games. We explored it. Um, I want to get back on Star Fox. That's something that you're making me want to check that out again and, and definitely take a look at some other titles. I was, yeah, man, uh, it's, it's really digestible too. Like you can seriously like, cause I mean, like you've already paid for them, you know, in like a way, like it's, it's really easy to justify the time. Like I'm only going to give this 20 minutes and then just bounce. Yeah. I want to check out Donkey Kong. I saw some Donkey Kong titles. They've got a ton of Donkey Kong titles. <laughs> I want to check those out. Yeah. What were you saying? Anything before I before I cut you off there? Oh no, I was just yeah. I was gonna say that I want to check out Donkey Kong. <laughs> nice man. Well, do you want to end up this episode? Uh yeah. I feel I feel pretty good about this one. Yeah, man. Well, I just want to give a shout out to all of our listeners. Like, thank you so much. Like, it really, I know that we say we've been saying this um, at the end of pretty much every episode, but seriously, thank you so much for listening. It, it really means a lot. It really does. And, and you guys give us a platform and thank you so much for listening. We've had a lot of people sharing the podcast recently. I really appreciate that. Um, and, and if you want to reach out to us, please do. You can reach out to us at the sticky buttons pod at gmail.com. The sticky buttons pod is our IG. We now have the domain name, the sticky buttons pod.com. So if you want to tell anybody to check out our, our podcast, you can just say, uh, just go to the sticky buttons pod.com. And that's the rest is sticky buttons pod.com. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, like we feel like, uh, or at least I feel like, having like an Instagram makes us a little bit more accessible. So like, seriously, like feel free to, to send us a message. Um, we'd love to hear from you. If you have any suggestions, things you'd love it, like us to talk about or something you'd like us to do, like feel free to let us know. Like we would love to love to have some feedback and do some, do some listener, I guess, listener driven topics. So, well, thank you so much, everybody. And uh, we'll have a great evening. Have a great morning. Have a great middle of your day, wherever you're at. Great weekend, great week.